0: Welcome to CarPro USA with Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. He's a former two-time winner of USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award and the master of the car buying domain. Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick, and he starred in the Despicable Me movies as the head minion. Here they are now with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive on CarPro USA.
1: Well, happy Valentine's Day. Happy President's Day to you. This is Car Pro USA. I'm Jerry Reynolds of Car Pro. Happy to be with you today. Hope you're having a great day. And I am here to help you if you're thinking about making a move with your transportation situation. All you have to do is call 800-926-7777. Don't ask me a mechanical question. I can't answer that. And don't ask me a question that was in yesterday's newsletter. That <laughs> makes me really grumpy. Why? Because all you had to do was subscribe and look, and then you wouldn't have to call and ask the question that I covered yesterday because it's happened three times today. Poor baby. Twice about premium fuel and once about extended warranties. All that was in there yesterday. Which one of your other frequently
2: asked questions that you put in the newsletter this week do you want to answer?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. If you're thinking about leasing, go to that page. I've... I've tried to really make that so simple to understand if leasing is good for you because it's not for everybody. But, boy, for those people who can lease and should lease, it's a great way to go. And and you just got to know the pitfalls and the, the good and the bad. And if you're one of those people who had a bad leasing experience 25 years ago, it's all different today.
2: I hear that all the time. I do, too. You know, oh, I got burnt really bad once on a lease. I'm going... How long ago was that?
1: Well, it was when they did open-end leases, which let them set the residual value at the end of the lease instead of at the front of the lease.
2: Which sometimes was a very unpleasant surprise.
1: Oh, yeah. They did a lot of five-year leases. So if you ended up buying your car, you're paying on it for eight to ten years and way past the life of the car, especially at that time. There's a lot of good reasons to lease. I've got a senior section that talks about leasing and uh, why SUVs are good for seniors. It's all there at carprousa.com under FAQs. Easy to get to. Hit the menu button at the top right, and it'll take you to a secondary page. That's where you'll find all the reviews, the FAQs, everything's there.
2: It's all there. It is. I really enjoy going back. And looking at some of the reviews from two to three years ago, yeah, and seeing what you thought of the car then, and seeing how that jives with what the car's doing now as far as sales, you know, people loving it, not liking it.
1: Yeah, I had a friend this week. A friend this week looking at a 2018 Genesis G80, and I looked because I couldn't remember what year, but I had reviewed the 2018 Genesis G80. I said, "Here's what I thought about." It at the time and it was really handy
2: yeah and your opinions don't really change that much from 2018 to oh, 2021
1: no, no, no. no the most everything you really improves. get it right i've got the genesis uh, gv80 coming up a week from monday for review that's been a hot vehicle as far as questions and very very difficult to find vehicle where does it slot
2: in the their SUV lineup. It's the only one? It's the only one? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well I'm confusing Hyundai's very popular ones. Genesis, the Genesis sub label doesn't have an SUV.
1: It does now. Okay. And I'll have it a week from Monday. Well but
2: who's next on the phone? I'm not through talking yet. <laughs> okay, go on. Why
1: don't you ask me a question that's on the that was in the newsletter. It's yesterday. in the newsletter this week. Um the
2: the new Raptor. I hated the. Uh, it's thirty inch wheels, really, thirty inch tires. 37s.
1: Thirty seven. Yeah, that's a real deal. That's insane. Well, yeah, I mean the current one has got thirty fives. So oh, I, I didn't know it's a little bit bigger. But this week I've been driving and reviewing and did a video. It'll be up Monday of the twenty twenty one Dodge Durango Hellcat. First time they've ever made those. Seven hundred and ten horses under the hood, six point two liter uh supercharged engine, about ten miles to the gallon. If Maybe you, if you try to take care of it. Maybe. And then uh but but I hated I hated doing it because I'm gonna show you a great vehicle that you can't buy with this one because it's sold out. Oh they're only making two thousand and they're already all sold. You might find one. If somebody ordered one and then they end up not taking it, there may be one or two around, but most people are going to want this. Let's talk to Gary in Houston. Gary, welcome.
3: i um, glad to talk to you guys this morning.
1: You too, buddy. What's, up, what's uh, on your mind?
3: You know, I just wanted to call and give a uh, compliment to, first of all, your website and to a uh, transaction that I did here in Houston last week. I had uh, you know went online and um found the uh a challenger a dodge challenger that uh, a new one that I wanted uh, but the dealership that i was that I found it out was about seventy miles from my home and then I remembered listening to you on Saturday morning, so I went to your uh, website I printed out the v i p certificate and I found a dealership uh about ten miles from my home i uh, uh called them i emailed over the certificate. And within an hour, they had the exact vehicle that I wanted at a price that beat the dealership seventy miles away. Wow! Uh, so it was just a very, very pleasant experience.
1: Wow, that is really good. So you ended up at one of our dealers and bought from them.
3: That's correct. And which, uh, and I'm which in one? Uh, Twenty Twenty uh, Bayshore. Oh sure. Uh, in Pasadena.
1: Yeah, that's a that's and a Wisniewski to, uh, dealership.
3: Yes, sir uh 2020 Challenger that I got a very good price on, and, boy, I love this vehicle. This is a – I got the RT model, and, um, you know, I'm averaging 21 miles a gallon in an RT.
1: They do. They um, get really good mileage if you drive them right. What color did you get?
3: I got the um, the white with uh, the black the blackout special, so it's got black wheels and black trim, and it's uh, just a beautiful, beautiful car.
1: And, you know, I love that white. Some of the whites aren't nearly as vibrant as others, But that one is a bright white, and it looks great with black accents. I love that car. I think you made a great choice.
3: Well, I I just just wanted to thank you guys because the service just turned out to be fantastic. It it was a great car buying um, transaction. Well, I'm
1: glad to hear it. Glad that we could help you, and I appreciate you letting us know about it. And I thank uh, the Wisniewski family for all the great care they give our listeners, they've been great. Daryl and Linda Wisniewski I've known for 25 years or so. And uh, they've got their son coming up in the business and, and running a couple of stores. Yep, that's Josh Wisniewski. And great guy. Good family man. Got a beautiful family. We're Facebook friends. Uh, and I see what's going on with him and his family all the time. So there you have it. That's the way it works. That's He did what he was supposed to do. He went to the website, printed his certificate, emailed him, got the reply, got the car, and got the deal. That's the way it goes down. Four choices gasoline,
0: diesel, hybrid, or electric. Find out which one is right for how you drive. Call CarPro USA, 1 800 926 7777.
2: This is CarPro USA. And now people are emailing me, which (laughs) rarely happens during the show. And? They all want to know uh, Did Jerry say, is it really true? Unless you have a certain kind of car, you really don't have to use premium fuel?
1: So I'm just putting the. Twist me off completely. (laughs) I mean. Take the newsletter. It's there. Yeah. It's there. It's there. (laughs) And so much more. Go to the FAQ page. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. But if you go to the newsletter you get new updates every Friday. Right. And then next week you won't need to call. And by the way, the newsletter, it's really
2: pretty. It has motion in it. Yes. Most most newsletter emails don't.
1: That's right. That's right. You know. Sure. And your your phony video
2: of the week. Uh Just because the guy was a comedian, and I didn't know he
1: was a comedian. But it's still funny. It was funny. It was funny. Let's talk to Mark in Liberty, Texas. Hello, Mark. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, brother. What can I help you with? Uh, I
4: bought a uh, travel trailer, 8,800 pounds, and I towed it from uh, Conroe to my house with my 16 f one hundred and fifty. I never got
1: out of fifth gear in that thing. Do I need to upgrade it, or, not, or what? Do, is your fifteen got a six-speed? I'm trying to remember what. No, yeah,
4: it, it's a sixteen, and yes, it has a six-speed. Okay,
1: it's. It, I mean, it, it's gonna. It's you'll never be able to pull that kind of load in overdrive. Don't even try. It'll shift too much. Okay. You'll you'll be going in and out of gear constantly, and you can really damage that transmission. You know what rear end you got? No, I don't. What motor do you have? Uh, 3.2. Yeah, you just ain't got enough truck, Mark. Uh, y- you need more. And, I, you know, you don't have to go. I'm not suggesting you go to a three-quarter ton. That's not necessary. But if you go to a 3.5 EcoBoost, if you stick with Ford, and you get a 355 right. rear end uh, and a 3.5 EcoBoost, you'll have a truck that'll tow... Over eleven thousand pounds, and that ought to give you some some space. It'll be a ten-speed automatic transmission. Now, once there, but now they've got a a tow trailering mode on the gear shift. So when you when you hit the button, it's gonna it's gonna hold you to eighth gear, so that we avoid okay. all that shifting back and forth. The towing capacity of the newer trucks, and this is true of Chevrolet and Ram, uh, also. But the towing capacity of these trucks has gone way up just in the past few years. You can tow so much more. The truck, the trailers I'm seeing pull today, you, you'd have had to have had a three-quarter ton diesel to pull ten years ago. It's all changed. So I would. How many miles? How many miles you get on your sixteen? Okay, great. It's going to have a tremendous amount of value if it's clean. I want you to talk to Jorge Lopez at Tomball Ford and tell him I sent you. He is extremely good about towing and knowing the limits. And besides that, he's just a great guy. Uh, If you look at his ratings on my website, since the first of last year, 318 people have taken the time to write about him, and he's running a 4.8 out of 5 from all those people. It's, a, it's an incredible story. Yes, yes sir. Yes.
4: Should I go with diesel or gas, or either, does it matter, four-wheel drive or two-wheel drive? You don't,
1: you, you don't need the diesel. I mean, the diesel is okay. But from a towing standpoint, that 3.5 EcoBoost six-cylinder will do the job. It'll do it very well. It'll pull the hell out of it. Uh, I would go four-wheel drive. It sets – it's going to – they drive better. It's going to be much better for resale, and it keeps your rig setting more level, and that's kind of important.
4: That should do it. I think
1: we're all fixed up appreciate. here. Appreciate it. All right. Sounds good. Kind of important. Right. Yeah. And, and and he didn't ask me about extended warranties or if uh, <laughs> he could use premium fuel. That's really good. I like that. Yeah. I think I like him a lot. Jorge, <laughs> I'm going to call Jorge and tell him to make Mark in Liberty, Texas an extra special deal, deal because he's really smart. And I like that. <laughs> Very cool. It's true though. You you know the the trucks have tra- changed so much. Just in what really essentially what happened was all the the big truck sellers just started competing with each other, and they want to take that title of you know most towing capacity because truth is that sells cars, and so they keep upping it and upping it and upping it. Chevrolets up to twelve thousand five hundred pounds now with a half ton fords over twelve thousand. rams over twelve thousand. 000 that's, that's a
2: lot of weight didn't mean anything to me when i was buying pickups i just love the
0: interiors
2: <laughs>
0: they were awesome so simple this is where you get a peek behind the curtain to see how a dealership really works call CarPro usa now at 1-800-926-7777
1: And we go to Gary in Upland, California. Hello, Gary. Hello, Jerry. How are you? I'm good, brother. What's up? Well, I was
5: thinking of buying a, another car just for, I mean, we've got a truck that we tore our trailer with and my wife's got a car, but something more fun to run around in just, you know, mostly around town. Yeah. And, uh, I went and took a look at a little Miata, and there was, like, no space in there. I've just got a little pet dog we take with us, and there's no place for the dog. No, then no. <laughs> then my mind, what about a Mini Cooper? And I was looking at those. I don't really know anything about them. I just wondered if you said, oh, yikes, no, or, 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 or give it a try. Are we talking new
1: or used here, Gary? New. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you said new? A
5: 20, probably a 21, yes.
1: Okay. Uh, you know, they're good up to a point. It's a BMW, and so they get expensive to repair and to work on. And so, you know, I like Mini Coopers. I've enjoyed driving them. They are fun, quirky little little vehicles that, you know, it, it, it drives drives really well, zippy around town. Um quiet inside, but I would at somewhere between sixty and seventy thousand miles, I'd want to get rid of it before it starts costing some money. So, how many okay. how many miles a year does she drive?
5: Well, I'm looking for it for me. it's okay. like a second runabout car. I don't expect a lot of miles. You know, yeah, Our then, other cars we have, we put on twenty thousand a year, but there's not going to be any of that going on here.
1: So. Yeah, you could get four or five. You could get four or five uh, years out of one before it starts to cost some money. Um, Mm -hmm. and they are fun to drive. The only, the only, I've reviewed a good number of them. The, the Clubman was the one I enjoyed the most and it was the biggest. Uh, and the Mm -hmm. only, the only time I really didn't like it was you're going down the freeway and you got an 18 wheeler on each side of you and and all three of you are running 70 miles an hour and you don't know if they can see you or not. It makes me nervous. But so my habit is to not drive next to 18 wheelers in any case. I have uh, I have joined you on that just in the last few years. And if you had seen a 133 car pileup we had here in my hometown Dallas Fort Worth the other day, you you would understand why. I do appreciate the call.
0: Nothing is worse than buying a car you love the looks of but it kills your back to drive it. Let Jerry Reynolds help you at CarPro USA, 1 800 926 7777.
1: And this hour, CarPro USA is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average, and that's a lot of money. And safety
2: is an important thing. We've laughed over the years about whenever someone calls in, they say, well, I want something safe. Yeah. And you go, well, if that was really that important, we'd all be driving Volvos.
1: Volvo would be the number one selling car in America.
2: Yes. Well, recalls are important because they're safety recalls. They're not just recalls because the window won't roll down. And Jerry said many times... That if you don't subscribe to our free newsletter, you won't have a chance to hear about recalls on your vehicle weeks, maybe months before you hear it from anyone else. True. So if you have a Jeep, a Tesla, or a Mercedes-Benz, you might want to check the newsletter.
1: Well, the, the big benefit of getting the information early is you can talk to your dealer And get in line, Mm -hmm. because typically when a recall is announced, the dealers don't have the parts to fix them. And getting in line for when the parts do get there will put you at the front of the line if you know about it. Because we're going to tell you about recalls before you see it on TV or before you see it in the newspaper or online. So subscribe today, carprousa.com. Go to the bottom of the page, and we'll get your this week's copy Today, And you can read all the articles there, including my true story from a former car dealer in which I, this is one of the more serious ones. Some of them are hysterical, but some of them are serious. This was uh, my recounting 9-11 of 2011 and the events of that day.
2: You know, Jerry, everyone remembers what it was like for them, where they were you know, what, what they were doing and all that. Yes. But your story of your day on nine eleven was, is one of the most interesting and complicated stories I've ever heard <laughs> about, about what people were doing on that day.
1: Yeah, it was different. I'll promise you. And man, when you think the world's going to end and you're 350 miles from home, it's in a, in a cell phone that's dying.
2: And planes are grounded, yes. and you don't have a car.
1: No no car. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, the, the things you do. Let's talk to Jeff in California. Jeff, welcome. How can I help you?
5: Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I've got a couple of questions. One, I'm uh, looking at getting a transit van, and I don't know what the best brand is. I'm looking for... About twelve feet of storage space in the back and the high side. I don't know what that's called. But do you have a recommendation on brands?
1: Yeah, I I really I really do like the Ford. Um, I like the way it drives. I like the visibility out of it, and I like their their lineup of engines. Um, how much weight are you carrying? Do you know?
5: Oh, nothing. Okay. Two pound, two thousand pounds
4: max.
1: All right, any of them will do the job. I don't think you need the diesel that you can get in them. I'd go with one of the EcoBoost engines. Uh, I think if you drove, if you drove the Nissan, you drove the Ford, and you drove the Sprinter, I, I really think, and I have driven them all. I think you would, I think you'd go with the Ford. And it's just, it's just the little things, the extra insulation that Ford does. And for me, the big, the big difference, and it was so noticeable, was the turning radius, and that makes driving so much easier, especially in town. Uh, I'd I'd look at a, I'd look at a Ford Transit. There, they they come so many different ways that you may have to order one to get exactly what you want, because there's three roof heights that you can choose from. You know, there's there, there's just all, all kinds of options, including racks and bins you can get from the factory. You yeah. need a dealer that really understands transit vans, and I think any of them that you'll find on my website uh, will have somebody there. Start with my contact, and they'll probably turn you over to somebody else that does that kind of work on a daily basis. But they will take care of you. I promise you that.
5: All right. Oh uh, yeah, I just mm. I every time I see one, I look Mercedes or Fords, there's Dodges, and just kind of confused. Yeah, me. I know, I I get it, I totally
1: get it. Uh, they're they're really cool, and if you need a van, you know, it's just it's just trying to figure out what you need. That's that's the big issue right there. Yeah. Hey, I yeah, do appreciate I, the call. Happy President's Day to you, Dean, and he is near Cleveland, Ohio. Hello, Dean. Hi. Yeah, I got a, a, a Tacoma.
4: It's a 2019, and I, bought, I put Nerf bars on it, affordable tonneau cover, and uh, $800 worth of wheels. And it's good for another year in the, on the lease. And uh, is there any value to trading that in for another lease with those things on it, or am I going to have to take them all off?
1: Well, you're going to take them off or you're going to lose them. I mean, it's it's kind of that simple. Uh, now, yeah,
4: you're getting money for them. <laughs>
1: you, well, it, it enhances the value of the truck. There's no doubt about that. But you're not going to get back what you paid. So, if at the end of this lease, everything that you did will fit on another Tacoma, then I would trade the stuff off and put the leased vehicle back in uh, in its in its original condition. And then either try to trade it in or, tr- or just turn it in. Being a Tacoma, you'll probably have equity in it if you're if you're okay on your miles. Uh, Tacoma holds yeah, its value. I got
3: Eight
1: thousand. Oh yeah. yeah, Toyota. Toyota holds Tacoma holds its value like crazy. Um, yeah. So, you know, you're going to have options at the end, in- including since you've already done this stuff to it, buying it yourself and keeping it. But there are some things that you need to know at the end of the lease, and that's why I wrote the article that's on my FAQ page, End of Lease Options. And it's, it, it's really going to be important that about 90 days from the end of the lease, you take a look at that article and you read it and you follow my process step by step. And, of course, you can call me back here uh, and tell me you know the things I need to know to help you make a good, smart decision. But I'll tell you 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 bought you you purchased the right vehicle to have equity at the end of a lease. Not every vehicle does, but Tacoma, one of the highest resale values in the industry, period. Case closed. Okay, thanks. You are more than welcome. You take care there. I touched a second ago, uh and and I'm sure it was covered in other parts of the country, but a hundred and thirty-three car pile up in Fort Worth, Texas. This uh, two days ago, that killed six people. Um, I, I, be careful out there, you know. Especially if you're if you've got inclement weather, and especially if you're in Texas and you got inclement weather because we don't know how to drive on this stuff. And in 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 Texas, you get ice, you don't get snow, and you know, you forget that. You forget that little problem of okay, so yeah, I can go. But I can't stop. Oh, that. Yeah. And and if you'd seen this horrific wreck, it was amazing. You can Google it, I'm sure. it's There'll be videos there. But be careful. We had a Dallas police officer killed this morning in a traffic accident. Uh, be, please, please, we'd love to have you back with us next week.
0: There are people who get so-called great deals. And then there are CarPro USA listeners who get smart deals. Give us a call. 1-800-926-7777.
2: This is CarPro USA, Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Reynolds. And you've probably heard now, we've been talking about it for a few weeks, and it's finally making the even the network evening news. There is a microchip shortage that is affecting a lot of suppliers to manufacturers of automobiles. And so far, except for, I believe, President Biden saying he was going to jump in and do something to increase emergency production. I don't know how I can do it because all the chip factories I know are running 24 seven.
1: Um, how much impact do you think this is going to have? Not much. I mean, I, I, for the good of the industry, I appreciate the gesture, but you know, a car company isn't going to put a chip into a car unless it has been thoroughly tested. They don't want to have to put another one in. They don't have to get the customer back in. They don't want to have to recall. They don't want to take a a chance on injury. I mean, there's some serious testing that has to be done.
2: They don't want to buy them from Kevin's new microchip
1: factory. No, no, I don't think they probably would. Let us talk to Ron in Stephenville, Texas. Ron, welcome. Ron, are you there? Hey, Jerry. Hey,
2: buddy.
4: Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not in Stephenville, but... uh, That's why I wasn't sure, but uh, I've got a 2015 Toyota Tacoma. Love the truck, but uh, as you know, there is a lot of road noise with that Tacoma. So you know, if I'm driving down the road, tooling down the freeway, and I want to listen to Jerry and Kevin on the radio, I've got to crank it up to 25 so I can understand what you're saying. So I seem to remember that you had mentioned some uh, some third party that uh, could do something about deadening the road noise on a vehicle.
1: Yeah, there is. Um, How Ron, how handy are you?
3: I'm pretty handy.
1: Okay. There are some materials out there. In fact, you can buy them on Amazon. Uh, It's, it's, it's sound deadening materials and what the company that I referenced, which I believe is out of business now. And I think was in Houston, if I remember correctly, but,
5: That's the area
4: I'm
1: in. Okay. Uh, Last time I checked, I couldn't find them, and I'd found them several times previously. Uh, But they're sound deadening material. If you pull your seats out and you uh, pull your carpet up and and line the floor with it, and then in your door panels uh, with this same material, they make two or three different materials. I hear fiberglass is the best. Now, I haven't done it myself, but uh there are other materials out there too. Again, you can check Amazon. It comes in a roll, and you kind of got to figure out how much you need. But if you cover if you cover the entire floor and the door panels of that truck, put a little bit up under the dash, at the firewall where the engine meets the interior compartment, it'll make a hell of a difference. Okay. And it's not expensive okay. or oh, if you if if you if you can find a aftermarket stereo audio type place and there'll there'll be some in Houston most of them can probably do it because they put these high dollar stereos in these cars and they they want they want it to have the best possible sound that they can and so they do the deadening and you could pay somebody to do it. I, I I think you could, an easy Google, you could find out a place that would do it. But an audio, a car audio place is probably going to be your best bet. And, and okay. uh, you know, I, I think it'd be well worth it. I, I, I'm, I get very frustrated with road noise or wind noise. I really do. It drives me pretty much nuts. Uh, that's the only downside to the Tacoma. And it's gotten better the last couple of years. So next time you trade for one, you'll have a better experience. I think uh, that's something that Toyota has desperately been working on. I'll be honest with you; it was something they needed to work on, and they have. You know, all they have to do is look at Lexus. That that car's super quiet inside. Thanks for calling, pal.
0: Electric cars sound like a good idea, but the question is whether one is the right choice for you. Call Car Pro USA at one 7777
1: Doug in Houston, welcome. What can I do for you?
4: Hey, Jerry. Thanks for taking the call. I appreciate what you and Kevin do for us.
1: Thanks, Doug. That's um, very kind. I
4: got a, I've got a question I, I've leased for the first time. I've always uh, purchased all my vehicles, but we've leased an Audi Q7. It's a 2017. It's got 70,000 miles on it. My question is, as we approach the end of the lease, I don't know this is our first audi i don't know what to ante- anticipate as far as maintenance costs go is it is it something i need to really look at if it's just way too much and i know that's kind of arbitrary but it if it's way too much should i be looking to get out of it
1: or how many miles go
4: ahead with our plan and purchase
1: how many miles did your lease yeah. call for
4: uh 20,000 a year so
1: you're going to be about are, 10 another,
4: over yes yeah. That's... Right at it or 10 over, yeah, it's going to be really close.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, Audis can be expensive to work on, especially if you use a dealer. And, you know, 100,000, you could start to really need some repairs. So, I'd probably try to get out of it. Uh, let's not lease, again, if you're still driving 20,000 miles a year, Um or driving what you're driving now because that's that's going to bite you and it's going to be expensive you can roll out of this lease into a purchase and and you know they'll have to take the excess mileage and put it into the next vehicle but then at the end of that vehicle you should be clear with the world if you don't lease again and especially while interest rates are really low right now i you saw like somebody that needs to be purchasing instead of leasing and i would uh I would certainly, I would certainly look at either buying that Q7 now and then trading it before 100 or going ahead and biting the bullet now. It just kind of depends on your personal financial situation. I wish I had a magic answer for you, my friend, but I do thank you for calling.
0: There are lots of little secrets about buying or leasing a vehicle, and Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, knows them all. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777.